Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. And then next Sunday morning, in a space like this, in a time like this, creativity is one of the most valuable gifts that will ever come to your life. That's why next Sunday morning, I'm speaking on creativity, God's gift for your difficult times. I'd love you to tune in next Sunday morning for that. It's going to be fantastic for sure, I believe anyway. I'm sure it'll be a help to you. But let's go back two or three weeks before today when things were changing almost hourly, it seems. I remember a day when we had spent literally all morning preparing and planning for what the weekend was going to look like. And not just that weekend, but beyond all that, when all of a sudden one phone call sent everything into disarray. I've got to be honest with you that despite preaching about faith and about strength and about God's help, that was an incredibly difficult afternoon for me personally. It was challenging. It was confusing because we really weren't sure what we could do. And again, being perfectly honest, it was somewhat disheartening. On the way home that afternoon, I felt prompted by the Holy Spirit to go to the story of David. Everyone knows it, David and Goliath. I think whether you're a church attender or whether you're a Bible person or not, probably you've heard the story. But I felt the Holy Spirit say this to me on the drive home. I could tell you where I was, the street I was on at the time. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, you will either see challenge or catastrophe. And then take my mind to the things that David said prior to the battle and subsequent victory. Probably you know that David is the unlikely hero in the story of David and Goliath. He's not even included in the army. Nobody bothered to invite him or seek his help for the upcoming battle with the Philistines. His brothers all think he's completely useless when it comes to that space. You should go home. His leader, the king of Israel, the one who ought to be there leading the troops, he's back home in the safety of the palace. And when David offers to fight, the king says, I don't believe you could win this battle. The enemy, when David finally stands in front of Goliath, the enemy is so dismissive of David. He's actually humiliated that somebody with this inexperience and this obvious physical inadequacy should even come out to represent these people like Who do you think you are? And yet we all know the end of the story is that David wins the battle against the champion and becomes the champion of champions. But it's what David does before the battle that's so amazing. That's on the drive home. And this in one short space of 20 minutes shifted my whole thinking and has been a blessing to me ever since. Stay tuned at the end of this message. 
I want to give you what I call a, a trigger marker. I use these things a lot. I'll carry around a piece of card or I'll put a post-it note or I'll buy an object. Um, I could take you to my office perhaps sometimes and show you all the different things that are up there that are memories of something God spoke to me that then become trigger markers for me in my ongoing journey. I want to talk to you and give you one of those at the end of my speaking today. So stay with us for this. But David makes six declarations. Every one of them is bold. Every one of them occurs before he engages Goliath. And so this morning, I want to speak to you on David's declarations, the battle cries of a champion. If you want to be a champion, if you and I want to win the battles that we are all facing, whether they're COVID-19 related or whether they've always been a part of your landscape, maybe it's a family thing, a health issue, maybe it's been a job thing for you for a long period of time or confusion about your career or maybe uni's been a struggle for you, whatever. Maybe there's a family member that just seems to keep stepping in the wrong places with the wrong people. Well, let me help you today by giving you what David did that I believe was the key to him being a champion. Let me go through them reasonably quickly with you today. Number one, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 24, and I'm going to read it to you. 1 Samuel 17, verse 24 says this, And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, that's Goliath, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. Verse 25 says, So the men of Israel said, Have you seen the man who's come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. Then listen to this next bit. And it shall be that the man who kills him, who wins the battle, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. That's quite a prize. Then David spoke, this is his first declaration, to the men who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Verse 27, so the people answered him, And this manner saying, so shall it be done for the man who kills him. This is the first declaration of any champion. My eyes are on the prize, not on the pain. Think about it a minute there. The first thing David asks about is what's the prize that's coming my way? What is the reward when I win this? In other words, What's on the other side of my battle? What's on the other side of this difficulty that I'm in right now? Every single one of us that's in a battle needs to pause right now and ask ourselves the question, but what's the prize? What's the thing on the other side of this? I'm going to have clarity about my career. I'm going to have the job that I really want. I'm going to be able to serve God unfettered and unrestricted. I'm going to see my loved ones 
come to a point of faith in Christ. Let me tell you that if you will begin with a great declaration, my eyes are on the prize, they're not on the pain, and start seeing beyond where you are right now. Here's David's second great declaration. It's in verse 29. The intervening verses, he gets ridiculed for having the audacity to ask about an unreachable reward. Something that everyone else says, you'll never get that. I hope and pray that you don't have around about you people that want to tell you what your limitations are and what you can't do and how you'll never get there and how impossible it is. And yeah, all the people they know that tried and failed. David has that, but this is his second great declaration. He says this in verse 29, And David said, What have I done now? Is there not a cause? You see, champions declare, I am here for a purpose. There's a reason why I'm on this planet. My life has significance. My life has meaning. And so whatever that thing is, whatever my battle is, this is not just about some common to humanity battle, some issue that I'm facing. It's far more than that. I believe that there is a godly purpose for your life. No matter who you are, maybe you're a part of this service today and you say, Jeff, I'm not sure I'm a Christian. Is there divine purpose for me? The answer is there absolutely is so. I think of people that I know that in this church who spent their whole life developing a gift or a talent. Remember the beautiful Nikki Johnson a couple of weeks ago dancing so wonderfully, so majestically, so inspiringly. You know, Nikki spent all that time developing a gift and a talent, but never perhaps realising all those years ago that one day it would be more than an entertainment or, a, or, or something beautiful to watch. It would actually be a ministry moment that would lift people's hearts in worship to glorify God. See what I mean? There's a divine purpose to your life. Understand always I'm here for a purpose. Champions stand up and say, my life means something. There's significance. There is a divine uh, thing behind all this. And that's why I'm in this battle. And that's why I'm going to win. I'm here for a purpose. Here's number three. It's in verse 34 to 37 of uh, 1 Samuel 17. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took the lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it, delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he's defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, He will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. See, here's the thing that David has to say is here am I, my Lord, send me. David says, I'm willing to go. 
I'm willing to go and be a part of this battle. I think there's something that champions do. They lift their hand and they say, I'm not waiting for someone else to step up to the battle. I'm not hoping the government does it. I'm not hoping that a major corporation does it. I'm not hoping somebody else, a friend or relative, they say, I'm going to do it. They say, I'm willing to step up. Look no further. Lord, I'm willing. I'm available for divine purpose. One of the most astounding things I know about God is that He will not make anyone do anything. He's not going to make you volunteer. He's not going to make you give your heart to Jesus. He's not going to make you do anything. He gives us the unbelievable power of choice and says to us, are you willing? Are you willing? Jesus put it this way in the Gospels. He says, whoever wants to can come to me. And whoever wants to, he said, I will in no wise, no manner cast out or reject. But you know, it's up to me to come to Jesus. It's not up to Him to come and make me believe. Believing's your choice. It's what you get to do. And so it is with the battles of life. I get to raise my hand and say, Lord, I'm up for this. I'm here for that. So the third declaration of champions is this, here am I, my Lord, send me. Now, I just read you the verses in 34 to 37, but they contain another great truth that champions declare. David in those verses, verse 34 to 37, we won't read them again, but he, he rehearses what's happened in the past. He goes into some of the things that God has done previously in his life. And so this is what he begins to say. The the fourth declaration of champions is this, hear my testimony. Listen to the of what God has done in my life. I have yet to meet a Christian, a follower of Jesus who doesn't have a story, who doesn't have things that they can point to. I've had people say to me, oh, I've never heard God's voice. And I say, are you a Christian? They go, yes, I am. I go, then you've heard Him because He said He stands at the door and knocks. And if anyone hears His voice and opens the door, He'll come in. If, if you've received Jesus, you've heard Him, all right? You just never heard a, a, an out loud voice, but you heard Him. The reality is every single Christian has got a testimony, a test that you've been through and you came out with it a story, his story of what God has done in your life. David rehearsed, I want you to notice this. David doesn't just go, yeah, well, yeah, no, no, I reckon I'm all right. No, 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 mate, no, mate. Got this one, she'll be right. It'll be, don't worry about it, mate. I'm cool, I've got this. He doesn't rely on himself. He says, look what God has done. King, listen to how God has helped me in the past. And I'm confident, therefore, God's going to help me into the future. Champions declare, hear my testimony, and then they rehearse it. I can't tell you the number of times I've stood in prayer in the midst of a financial battle or in the midst of a health battle or in the midst of an emotional or mental uh, battle that was going on in my own life and begun to rehearse all the things I've seen God do. God, I remember this when this happened. God, I remember when that happened. God, I remember when this took place. 
champions say here my testimony. Here's the fifth one. There's only six. The fifth declaration of David is this in verse 38 and 39. So Saul clothed David with his armour. He put a bronze helmet on his head and he also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened the sword to his armour and he tried to walk for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I can't walk with these for I haven't tested them. So David took them off. Listen to the fifth declaration of champions. It's an important one. I know who I am and I know whose I am. I'll say it again. I know who I am. Knowing who you are means knowing who you're not. It means you say, you know what? I don't have to run your race. I don't have to run your race. I don't have to follow somebody else's necessarily their example. I'm following Jesus and He's called me and I'm uniquely gifted. I don't have to be someone else. I can be me and God will use me. I know who I am and I know whose I am. That's the fifth declaration champions make. Here's number six, the last one. It's in verse 45 to 47. Finally, we get to where David now is not speaking to his brothers or other people in the army or he's not speaking to the king. Now he's speaking to the giant himself. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. Listen to it. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines. How bold is this guy? He says, not only am I gonna take you out, I'm going after every one of your supporters. I'm going to give your carcasses to the birds of the air, the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there's a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. He's going to give you into our hands. What's the sixth declaration champions make? It's this one. I shall overcome. I shall overcome. Now, the powerful thing about these six declarations of David is that he declared these six, my eye is on the prize, not on the pain. I have a purpose. Here am I, my Lord, send me. Hear my testimony. I know who I am and whose I am and I shall overcome. He declared all of those things before the battle before one stone goes into one sling, before any movement towards the giant, he declares these things boldly. I want to ask you a question today. What do you need to boldly declare today about your battle before the victory comes? See, anybody can make all those statements after you've won. I'm called, I'm available. Oh yeah, thank God for the reward. Anybody can do that. That doesn't even take any kind of champion. 
that just takes somebody who notices. But it takes the spirit of a champion to declare, come on, I want you to do this today right where you are. Come on, tell me what's the biggest battle you're facing right now. What is the thing that just keeps coming up and grabbing you metaphorically by the throat? What is that thing that keeps on dogging your family? Why don't you begin to boldly declare? Maybe you have got no one you can tell it to except God, but he's pretty good to talk to. Go and talk to God and say, God, come on. This is what I boldly declare is going to be my life. My eyes are on the prize, not on the pain. I have a purpose. Here am I, my Lord. Send me, hear my testimony. I know who I am and whose I am and I shall prevail. You know, this impacted me so much that I came away saying I want to give everybody a memory marker to help them. We've done this a few times in the past in uh, Metro Church where we've given people like a magnet because who doesn't go to the fridge? Huh? We all do. So this is what we're going to do. If you want to email us in or you can simply go to the website, either on your device or on your smartphone, go to the contact menu on the homepage. So there it'll be, go down to where it says contact. Give us your address wherever you are and I'm going to mail you. Now, I don't know how long Australia Post might take, but that's okay. You will get it. Send me your physical address your name, obviously, so we can mail it to you. I'm not using this for any other purpose. Don't get worried. Uh, I I just simply want to help you and I'm going to send you a magnet. Looks like that. Comes in a beautiful card. You'll get it in a lovely envelope. And just it says here, I pray this gift will remind you that you're a champion. And then on the other side is a magnet you can take off. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on anything that a magnet will stick to. And I want you to... Let that become your reminder moment and your reminder point. That's all you've got to do. Send me your name, your address, and I'm going to send that back to you with our compliments because I believe a message like this can really help challenge and change the world in which we live. Listen, before I hand you back to Pastor Hayden Glass, I want to talk to you for a minute. Uh, You know, when I was praying over this message last night, I felt so strongly that there were people a part of this service today that have got something back in your past that you need forgiveness for. And it just keeps on coming up and you get reminded of that mistake. Maybe nobody else even knows about it but you. Maybe your spouse hasn't got a clue that it even took place. But you know, and the enemy keeps using that to trip you up. And I really felt impressed to say to you today, the Bible says if we confess our sin, He, God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sin, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And then for those of you that have never said yes to Jesus, I'm going to help you do that as well. You can simply text yes to 0488 826 392. That number again is on the screen, but 0488 826392. It's open 24 hours a day. After you do it, the very next day after that, you'll get from us here at Metro Church. You will get uh, uh, on one screen of your smartphone. You will get a, 
uh, scripture and then a prayer that you can pray out loud, making it your own. You get that for 30 days. You can opt out whenever you want. But I hope you'll just journey with us as we want to help you grow in Christ. Can I pray with you right now? Heavenly Father, for people right now that have been trapped by the enemy into feeling that that sin, that misstep, that wrong move way back there or last week, who knows, but that thing somehow or other defines them and Lord, they're never going to be rid of it. Yet you say you will forgive and cleanse. Lord, as they just mention it before you right now, Jesus, you know that I did that. You know I was a part of that and I'm sorry about it. Would you forgive me? Lord, I know right now you're forgiving them and taking it away completely. I thank your Holy Spirit right now that burdens are lifting from off of people. Things that have been a stumbling block are taken away in Jesus' name. Lord, for people right now that are saying yes to you in their heart, I want Jesus. I want to walk with Jesus. I'd love to know Christ. As they say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me and save me because I matter to you. I'm saying yes to following you today. Lord, I know you'll help them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thank you for being a part of Metro Church Online today. Pastor Hayden is waiting to pray with those of you that would like that, be a part of it. Also, let us know about the things God is doing so we can celebrate them with you. And uh, don't forget tonight, I'm looking so forward to uh, tonight's message for stress and anxiety to help people. It's been a great joy. Hope I see you again soon. God bless.